All right, here we go. Welcome to the Square One Show. Join the startup business conversation. This is the podcast where we host authentic conversations about starting your business. You just need a little encouragement and practical advice to keep you motivated and headed in the right direction. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Jessica. In today's episode, we chat again with Andy of Andy Kerr Coaching. You can listen to Andy's personal story in episode 13, But today we're going to dive into the topic of crucial conversations, learning how to speak and listen to others to bring out the best ideas and make the best decisions, and then learning how to follow through on those decisions. Did you know that there's actually a process that you can learn to foster better conversations? Andy talks about how it all works and why it's so important. Andy, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us again. We Hello. appreciate it. Yeah. So here's Andy and also Dave is with us. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hi. Dave. Hi. Today we're talking about <laughs> Crucial Conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a book by, I don't know who it is. It's a research group. Uh, and the main uh, one of the main speakers, the one that people would, may recognize is Joseph Grenny. He has been at the Global Leadership Summit a couple years okay. uh, in a row uh, to speak Um but it's a whole research group of people. So let's start off with what is a crucial conversation and why should we care? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> uh, I think the, the a quick answer is because we have them all the time or we need to have them all the time. Mm. Um, so there are conversations that we have. Um, and, and I think the way that they would say it is uh, a crucial conversation is any conversation that is uh, high stakes, high emotions and differing opinions. And so anytime you have those three elements, you have a crucial conversation. Um, so, you know, we're having them all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know what it is. Do mm-hmm. you have any examples mm-hmm. that you can share with us? A specific crucial conversation that you've had mm-hmm. or that you've heard about in mm-hmm. your coaching? Well, I one of the things that I do when, uh, as the chaplain at the Erie City Mission is I work with um, people that are struggling in a lot of different areas and a lot of volunteers. Um, and we have some volunteers that don't always, uh, you know, get along. And so, um, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> well, I know crazy. Um, and those kind of scenarios, I mean, I think everybody right now could think of a couple scenarios in their life where they've tried to have a conversation about something that's important and it hasn't gone well, or they've been avoiding that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all have those scenarios. I've been meaning to talk to this person and I don't know how to have the conversation with them without them getting defensive mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe somebody that they know smells and they need to tell them that mm-hmm. they you know, have to sit by him a lot, and I really would like you to shower. So how do you have those? Kind of like, okay, well, tell us. How yeah, do we have that conversation? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so crucial conversations, uh, one specific incident is a, uh, a volunteer that I have that has been working in our clothing closet for a really long time, cares a whole lot about the clothing closet. She was there before me, um, and she kind of manages everything. But in light of that, there, you know, she likes to have things a certain way, and I have a different way of thinking about how things should run. And so there was one point where we had a lot of stuff, and I wanted to start giving more things away, and she didn't want to do that. And so I knew that she wanted to, that she would resist that. So 
after having the training, I kind of, it gave me sort of a, a, a way to help her understand because um, what would happen oftentimes is people would feel like if I tried to change something that they were doing, you would feel like a little defensive because don't you, you know, almost take it personally, like you don't like the way I do things. Mm. Um, and so one of the skills that they teach you in crucial conversations is to contrast. So when I said, you know, hey, we're going to change how many items they get from this to this amount. And on cue, she got defensive about the change. And I said, I don't want you to think that I don't like the way you do things. You actually work really hard. What I want to do is this. I want to change and give people more things. So just that simple, and it's kind of a small uh, example, Mm -hmm. but that's one of the skills that they teach you. Um, I don't mean this. What I do mean is this. So oftentimes people misinterpret uh, your intentions. Mm-hmm. So that's just one small skill. Um, but there's those kind of things multiplied over a long period of time that don't go well. Either we don't have the conversation or we just force our opinion mm-hmm. on somebody else or make a change without explaining to them why we do it um, does damage to our relationships. Right. So – the crucial conversations they're not they're not always confrontational are they, they they're not always to um mediate or a, a a bad situation like there's there's other conversations that have like even like if you're asking for a raise or stuff like that or you're doing a business deal mm-hmm. would those fall under those yeah that category mm-hmm. as well and especially like you know if somebody um ha- is you you feel like is going to react a particular way you can almost mm-hmm. preempt that by contrasting before you know that right. conversation happens it's not that i'm not happy here or but mm-hmm. i you know so you know it and it can be small things mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a really huge issue like if a if a, a marriage couple is struggling in their intimate relationship you know that's one of those conversations that's awkward and has a lot of potential bad directions mm-hmm. um and you think it, i'm fat <laughs> are you saying that yeah i'm not whatever so uh, i i yeah. that that is also a, a necessary place for a crucial conversation mm-hmm. oftentimes mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that big you know or it doesn't have to be a business deal right. that that is a million dollars at stake right. um but if they're if it's high stakes to the individuals mm-hmm. And it's high stakes in terms of there's differing opinions and, you know, there's a lot of emotion involved. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be a big thing necessarily. Yeah. And if you don't have those conversations and you let it go, does that then require an even bigger crucial conversation? Like the longer that you Mm -hmm. avoid it, does it build and... Mm -hmm. And you really yeah. have to have a crucial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It becomes more crucial. It becomes more and more crucial. Yeah. So they, there's actually a statistic that they did some research of how much it actually cost a company or an organization per person per crucial conversation that's not being had. Mm. And they said, so if there's two individuals that need to have a conversation that aren't, mm. um, it costs $1,500 per person. Wow. Like per day that it doesn't, you know, like, you know, it compounds. Mm. So, uh, and I, I don't know all the particular research behind that. Mm. Um, But one of the things is that they say that people, when there's a crucial conversations, people generally have two reactions. They either go to silence or violence. Mm. So when the the subject is brought up um, or or they're at that crucial moment, we either shut down or we 
we blow up. up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that and people do that because they don't feel safe. Mm. And so Crucial Conversations, what it does is help you kind of break apart that whole process, either to help you move from silence to actually dialogue or from violence to dialogue, Mm -hmm. you know, to come off either help another person off the ledge, so to speak, or or to help you off the ledge. Hmm. Does that go to someone's natural personality, the like the fight or flight mm-hmm. response, or mm-hmm. is that just? Yeah, and and that's actually you hit it. Like we we all have this, you know, uh, fight or flight kind of response, <laughs> um, and that's generally what happens. If, you know, when we feel stressed out, uh, what actually happens in our brain is that it begins to the blood begins to drain from the thinking part of our brain mm-hmm. to what they referred to as the lizard part of your brain, <laughs> the the brain that just either wants to run or right. punch somebody in the face. <laughs> right. And uh, and that's just how we're wired. Mm. And so we're actually kind of wired um, against having crucial conversations. Right. Uh, but what we really want is dialogue. Mm. What we really want out of these conversations is the best results possible. Um, and we don't get to the best results unless we have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, what they would say is we're either not their crucial conversations need to happen and we're either not holding them or not holding them well. Hmm. And so either way, we don't get to the results that we want. Right. Like I always find that the story that you're creating in your mind um, of the conversation that's going to happen that needs to happen is so much bigger and worse than the actual conversation that you have ever was. And I think that's like you're saying, the fight or flight, uh-huh. we create this image in our mind of what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that, that causes us to have the, the fright, <laughs> the, yeah. the fear, yeah. instead of just doing it. And then when you do it, it the other person half the time is like, oh, oh yeah, no big deal. It's yeah. not, right. It wasn't even that like big of a conversation to be mm-hmm. had, but we build it up so big in our minds that it kind of keeps us from having the, the yeah. conversation. Did you, did you read the book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that made, yeah. You'll have to remind us, though. It's, it's been, been a while. Yeah. 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 A year. Or so something. that's and that's the part part of the key is just what you said is the mm-hmm. story. Right. See, a lot of people think that in the in the course of a conversation, what they you know we see and hear something. So somebody says something or does something, and then what people think is that we immediately our emotions are driven by what we see or hear. Mm. Um, and then we act based on our emotions. But that's not what happens. That's not the full path. Mm. What really happens is that we see or hear something, and then we tell ourselves a story about those facts. Right. And then, based on our story, we feel something, mm-hmm. and then we act. Right. And so one of the ways that we, you know, one of the skills that you develop in the Crucial Conversation Seminar is beginning to recognize that you're telling yourself a story. So, and and then that's the power behind understanding these skills that mm-hmm. you can actually cut off your emotions and tell yourself a different story. Yeah, you're like claiming reality for what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. and and so if you think about, you know, a scenario where uh, a coworker says something to you, um and you take you know, a certain you take it a certain way and you tell yourself a story about what they meant. So, mm-hmm. you didn't get the you know, project done on time and, it, or you're working on a project and a coworker or your boss comes in like three times in one hour. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, 
what are they doing? You know, so you begin to tell yourself a story. Mm-hmm. You tell yourself a story that they don't trust you to get it done or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so you start building the story. And then how do you react? Well, you react by saying, well, they, they don't trust me. You you tell yourself that story and then you begin to, you begin to get angry mm-hmm. or, you know, or yeah. hurt. And the angry, either your action is you, mm-hmm. you know, you come out at them right. or start cussing your boss out yeah. in your head yeah. or in yeah. real life. Or in real yeah. life, yeah. Like, dude, I just needed some paper from your yeah. desk. I was just waiting to see, you know, like, yeah. And, and yeah. that's the thing. So the, based on our facts, you know, that we see or hear, we can tell ourselves an infinite number of stories based mm-hmm. on those facts. And what often we need to do is tell ourselves that um, there's a different story. Right. Uh, and not to to judge the situation so quickly. Well, how do you do that, though? Because I'm sitting here thinking, I make up a lot of stories. You know, I'm Dave can attest. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I, you know, a, lo- a lot of it comes from me just being very insecure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a person who needs a lot of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And so how do you coach someone that is like that, who just has years and years and years of experience making up stories, mm-hmm. you know, how do you break that down? Yeah. Where do the, you start? In, in the negative story. And I think, uh, one, the first skill is to recognize that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, once you realize the scenario, because oftentimes we don't realize that we're telling ourselves a story because the story we tell ourselves happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. In, 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 You know, so before we know it, we're already having an emotion uh, towards the facts that we see that we see or that we heard. Mm -hmm. And do you think someone who is more emotional, do they make up more stories Mm -hmm. or are we just all emotional? And we I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I, I think why this information is so powerful is that you're not unlike other human beings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that we're all emotional, mm-hmm. you know, we, I think we show that in different ways. Mm-hmm. All of us deal with certain levels of confidence and insecurity mm-hmm. um, and have different levels of being judgmental mm-hmm. uh, about certain things. And so mm-hmm. I think it, when it's funny when you go through the seminar, people are laughing hysterically at different points because <laughs> That's you're me. like, yeah, like, Oh my gosh, I do this all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. So, I think first, you know, recognizing that that's happening. And then the the second sort of skill is then be confronting that person with where you're at. So at some point you have to learn then to tell your story. Mm-hmm. So if you want to address the issue, um, you know, like, and you, your boss continues to check in with you, you, you have to at some point share your story, but you share it not as a judgment, but tentatively. So they talk about uh, there's a, a a skill called state, you know, and what the, the last two points of that is to talk tentative, tentatively. So mm-hmm. you share the facts, you tell your story is the T, uh, and then you ask for questioning. Like, so as I'm seeing it, so what you do is this is what I saw. This is what I heard. You state the facts. You tell your story. Uh, I'm beginning to think this way mm-hmm. um is that is that accurate or is there some other yeah or am yeah. i way off you know Brene brown um her latest book called um rising strong she talks about that in there too about what she specifically says is okay the story i'm making up is <laughs> you know and so she's able to talk with her husband or someone just saying okay 
the story I'm making up is um, you didn't come home from work when you said you would. And I have all the food ready. And I, you know, I feel like you're trying to avoid me or mm -hmm. I feel like you're mad at me. Yeah. You know, so am, I, I, am I making that up? Yeah. And, that, and I think that's so addressing the situation, not only recognizing it, but then stepping into the content mm -hmm. um, is the ability to share it in a way that's tentative, realizing that okay. you may not have all the facts. So right. I, what she's saying is right on target that yeah. like the story that I'm beginning to tell myself is this, you know, right. how, am I, how far am I off or am I seeing this correctly? And I start getting mad and yeah. I start thinking of all these situations and then Dave comes home and, you know, he's kind of, me, not all the time, but sometimes maybe he's defeated because he had a crucial conversation with somebody mm -hmm. that day or something. Or and he didn't have it. Or he didn't <laughs> yeah. have one. Yeah, and feeling <laughs> right. have it should have. Yeah. Right. And so he's a little bit later because he's kind of bombarded with lots of work. And I'm thinking, OK, you don't like me. You're mad at me. And he's coming home thinking, I just want my wife to be nice to me, to like me because I've had a hard day. Mm -hmm. And then kids get involved and then kids get involved. <laughs> so, yeah, kids do get involved. <laughs> it's interesting, too. Like, does it take practice to to keep doing this and getting married? Because like I said, we, we read the book. It's been quite a while. And like I agreed. I was like, yeah, that's me. I need to do that. And and then months go by craziness. Right. And, yeah. and now we're, as we're talking about it again, like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like how do you get into that where Habit. it becomes – I don't know if it ever would become more natural or not, but yeah. how does it become something where you do mm – -hmm. um, your, your first reaction isn't making up those stories. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it just like with anything. I was talking. It might have been Bill Cox again. I keep mm. talking about him, but we hang out quite a bit. Um, and uh, you know, it, it just comes like anything that you do happens awkwardly at first. Mm -hmm. So whether that's you know, and he was because he's been doing the coaching thing for about a year or so longer than than I was mm -hmm. doing it, and I was confessing that you know it feels very awkward and right. forced at this point he's like that's that's the way mm -hmm. everything is in life so from the time somebody begins to walk to time mm -hmm. you ride a bike to whatever there's a video actually that uh we show about a guy who uh created a a backwards bicycle huh. and uh so when you steer to the left the tire goes to the right and when you steer to the right the tire goes to the left hmm. and it, just saying that knowledge is not understanding mm -hmm. and he talks about it took him like eight months uh, to learn to re ride this backwards bicycle hmm. um, and how like it was every day practicing to do it. Wow. And so everything that we try to do is awkward at first and, right. and feels forced. That's why when I was saying that I had that conversation with that volunteer, like when I used the skill, it felt a little weird at first because I knew that I was using the skill. Mm -hmm. And then when she responded to it positively, I was like, oh, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It worked. This is, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, I think it's a it's, positive it, reinforcement. Yeah. It's yeah. like mm -hmm. one of those things that, or you try it and it goes okay or it doesn't mm -hmm. go exactly as planned or you realize it. So it's just, I mean, it's like anything, I think. Yeah. But you have to keep doing it even yeah. if you have those, those awkward mm -hmm. results or, mm -hmm. yeah. That is the tough, the tough yeah. part about right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, 
I can I can edit this out too. Okay. I'm trying to think of like, should we end it? It's 3:21 right now. Okay. Yeah. So probably, I mean, do you need to leave in a couple minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So let's just wrap. Maybe one last question to wrap it up, and then you can share mm-hmm. about the conference. Yeah. I just so for people who are in business and small business, um, yeah. What's a good first step? Like getting the book or? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I would. Yeah. I great. I I would encourage everybody to get the book. Uh, mm-hmm. The book is unlike any other leadership book that you'll read because it is so practical. Mm-hmm. It's so step-by-step. Mm-hmm. Now, what I do is I come in to do a one- or two-day seminar on Crucial Conversations to walk your team or your organization, your leaders, uh, through the process and begin to do activities that practice the particular skills in Crucial Conversations. Mm-hmm. But I would encourage everybody to get the book first um, and and then just you'll begin to realize just how powerful the process is. Mm-hmm. And because it's so practical, you can begin to implement it. There's people that, you know, had huge negotiation uh, opportunities with that that millions of dollars were at stake, and they had read the book, Crucial Conversations, and they knew it was going to be very tentative where they were mm-hmm. negotiating this deal. And they used the skills that they read in the book and practiced them and used them and w- were able to land these these really, wow. you know, yeah. big uh, uh, deals uh, because they were able to help everybody come to the best results, and that's really what it's about. Yeah, it's about whether it's your relationship, your 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 marriage, uh, a work relationship, a, a deal, a sale. Mm-hmm. You know, what you ultimately want is the a win win, as Stephen Covey would say. You know, for the best results possible, um, whatever, yeah. whatever you know that is. That's great. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show with us again today. Um, If anybody would like to book you for a one or two day conference, Mm -hmm. or you can even do this on the phone. Yeah. So you can either go to my website, uh, which you helped me with. And that's what I said (laughs) last uh, week, that it's uh, uh, com, Or they can go uh, send me an email, andy at com, Or they can just call me at 814-440-7782. Sounds great. I hope you guys all take advantage of that because as we've learned, having a crucial conversation is so important for you starting up your business, Mm -hmm. just knowing how you can negotiate those um, deals. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Square One Show podcast. For more episodes and inspiration about starting your business, visit squareoneshow.com.